You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Welcome to the desert of the real. Billions of people just living out their lives, oblivious. This can't be. Be what? Be real? Welcome to the Unzipped Show. Today, we're going to talk about one of the top conspiracy theories of all time, the moon landing, and was it faked? That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. 50 years after the Apollo 11 mission, moon landing hoaxes and conspiracy theories still live on. While scientists and researchers continue to explain and defend the lunar landing's authenticity, some people are still convinced it never happened. 15 seconds, guidance internal, 13, 12. I have heard of the one where we did not actually go to the moon, where it was all filmed and it didn't happen. I have heard that it was filmed in a warehouse in California. The one I heard was uh, Stanley Kubrick. He, uh, when he was shooting 2001, I guess, he filmed the moon landing. Most commonly, when suggesting the moon landing was filmed on a movie set, people point to the moment Buzz Aldrin steps off the lander into a dark shadow, but stays fully lit. If the sun is the only light source, how is this possible? So the, the sun is shining on everything all around, and the lunar soil is very, very reflective. I mean, if you go outside and look at the moon, you see how much sunlight is being reflected off of that. That light gets scattered all over the place, and so it, it does light up things in the shadow a little bit. We have looked up. Scott Young oversees the science gallery at the Manitoba Museum. He has heard and explained away moon myths for decades. So I hit him with a few more hoax theories from the street. So I heard that they faked the whole thing, and you can tell because the flag sort of flutters in the wind, and so there's no wind on the moon. The flag, if it was just in a vacuum, would just fall down flat and just lie there. That's not a very good picture op. So they had a stick along the top of the flag to hold it up. The only time it moves is when they're trying to screw it into the base. The eagle has landed. Because of the, the moon being millions of years old, the dust on the moon should have been six to ten feet deep, right? But when they landed, how deep was it? Just like that. So there's no way that the moon could have been that old. Therefore, they were probably not on the moon. Well, before we went to the moon, we weren't sure how much dust would be there, for sure. Most dust on the Earth comes from people. There's no people on the moon, so the dust is only what's left from impacts, and that's just a sort of a thin layer across the surface. Scott and I talked more moon myths off camera. He told me I could pass along to all of you watching that if anyone isn't satisfied and wants to talk more about if we did or didn't land on the moon, come to the Manitoba Museum and Scott will explain it all. This is uh, this has got to be by far one of the one of the biggest requested uh, conspiracy theory uh, search outs of all time. If it, if you always look it up, there's, there's tons of material everywhere on this. Was it faked? Was it not faked? 
Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson explains. Have you really thought about what it would take to fake a moon landing? Because the rocket did launch. We all saw the rocket launch, okay? So there's hardware there. They're, they're like office buildings of blueprints for the design of the Saturn V rocket. The, the hundreds of, of engineering hours that went behind this and the records of those designs. If you wanted to fake the moon landing, you would have to fake all of these documents. And it just seems to me it's way easier to just go to the moon. <laughs> Has anyone considered that? <laughs> just go to the moon. That's easier than faking all of this. So, uh, no, but yeah, we went to the moon. I mean, that, that makes sense. It's, it's more trouble to cover it up than it would be to, uh, to actually go there. And not only that, can you not see the equipment that's still up there? You can see it through a uh, telescope. You can see the equipment. <clears throat> now, this guy explains the 13 reasons why the moon landing was faked. Why would America fake the moon landing? Well, at the time, the U.S. was in the heat of the Cold War with the Soviet Union, and the space race was important because of the fear that the Soviet Union might weaponize space by putting missile launch sites on the moon leaving the U.S. defenseless. Now, the U.S. had already been beaten by the Soviet Union in putting the first person into space. They asserted their dominance over us like the dog whisperer putting a hostile rescue dog from Tijuana in its place. But if we could be the first to the moon, then we'd be the new alpha dog in the world. But in this case, what creates the alpha dog isn't the size of the fight in the dog. It's the size of the lie in the dog that's in the fight. Thus, the U.S. became the new alpha dog when we were the first nation to fake the moon landing. The U.S. government also faked the moon landing to distract the public from the Vietnam War, which wasn't very popular. It's like if I'm doing something you disapprove of and I can distract you from it, then you don't notice your disapproval of the thing I'm still doing. Look over there, a moon landing. Now let's look at some hard evidence. The flag waving in the wind. Now take a look at the astronauts proudly planting the American flag on the moon as it gracefully waves in the wind. There's just one problem with this. There's no wind on the moon, Einstein. Evidence of a hoax. No dust kicked up on the lunar landing. Take a close look at the lunar module. You'll see there's no dust on the foot pads and it didn't leave a blast crater either. This would be approximately like diving into a swimming pool in your car and not making a splash. Guess what? The moon's surface is covered in dust. It's not like landing in a Walmart parking lot covered in pavement. So it would be impossible to land on the moon's surface without kicking up a dust storm. No stars in any photos. There are no stars in any photos taken from the moon. Now, were the stars just blotched out by the intense inner city streetlights that are on the moon? Or are there just no stars visible from the pretend moon inside of a Hollywood soundstage? I don't know. I'm just asking questions here. Pictures have the same background. Look at these two photos, two different locations on the moon, but each have the exact same background. 
Looks like the set designers got a little lazy and decided they'd go with the same background for two different fake locations. The crosshairs. Crosshairs were etched into the lens of the camera the astronauts were using, yet in a number of photos, an object allegedly on the moon appears in front of the crosshairs. This is foul play. The only way an object could appear in front of the crosshairs is if the object were superimposed on the photo. Fake photos trying to fake a real moon landing. Competing shadows. There's one source of light on the moon. It's called the sun. Yet some photos have shadows going at two different angles, suggesting multiple light sources, which suggests studio lighting, which suggests not moonlighting. Not to mention photos where the astronauts are backlit by the sun, yet you can still see the detail on front of the astronauts. Hashtag studio lighting. Now, even getting to the moon alive would be impossible because of the Van Halen radiation belt the Van Allen radiation belt. No one could survive the trip through this intense radiation belt that surrounds the Earth. Can a cat survive being put in a microwave? No, which proves astronauts can't survive being put through the Van Allen radiation belt. Buzz Aldrin doing his best Mike Tyson. Now, in 2002, Buzz Aldrin punched a reporter who was denying the moon landing ever happened. Quite the reaction. Seems like old Buzz was feeling a little insecure about something, wasn't he? Now, how did the U.S. fake the moon landing? I've got two words for you, Stanley Kubrick. He was hired by the government to direct and film the fake moon landing inside a Hollywood soundstage. And he could never tell the truth because if he did, they would kill him and he knew it. That's why in his 1980 movie, The Shining, he revealed the truth through a trail of secret messages. First, take a look at the kid Danny, who obviously represents Stanley Kubrick himself in the film. He's wearing an Apollo 11 sweater, which tells you Kubrick was Apollo 11. Next, take a look at the scene involving room 237. Room 237 obviously represents the moon because it's approximately 237,000 miles from the Earth. And take a look at the room key. It says room no 237, which means no moon. Plus, if you take the N from the word no, use it to replace the R in the word room, then flip the word backwards, you've got the word moon. And then after Danny enters the forbidden room 237, which represents the moon landing that took place behind closed doors, his sweater is tattered and he has marks on his throat and he won't tell his mother what happened. This represents NASA's stranglehold on Kubrick to keep silent about the moon landing hoax. The cases of Tang by Jack's head in the storage closet correlate to Tang being on the Apollo missions and how the truth is supposed to be kept in the closet. We could also then reason to believe that the psychotic break of Jack Nicholson's character is Kubrick's portrayal of what the pressure was like of keeping such a huge secret for so long. And some would even say that the whole movie was Kubrick's way of apologizing for being a part of the biggest lie in human history. Stanley Kubrick's whole intent of The Shining was quite poetic in nature. Let the truth live beyond him, and indeed it did. Kubrick allegedly died in 1999 of a heart attack. Yeah, not very likely. It's more probable the government finally got their eyes wide open to how Kubrick spilled the truth about the moon landing 19 years earlier in The Shining, and then decided to execute the do not talk clause in their contract, if you know what I mean. So NASA, we haven't been back to the moon for nearly 50 years. Why is that? And NASA's like, uh, yeah, uh, in the past 50 now, Now, I got to say, that's what I've always asked. <clears throat> and the response that I have gotten is, well, we were there. There's nothing to go back to there for anything anyway. Did that even make sense? There's no reason to go back to the moon. We've been there. We were the first ones there. And my next 
My next argument is, okay, we were the first ones there. Sure, we put our flag up there. Why did Russia or China not go up there and put their flag anyway? I mean, whether we got there first or not, wouldn't they want to display their technology to get to the moon as well? 50 years, technology's actually gotten worse. Yeah, the experts say human knowledge is doubling every 13 months. And yeah, your smartphone has more computing power than all of NASA's computers combined in 1969. But aside from all that, technology is actually getting worse, making it impossible to go back to the moon. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much our airtight reason for why we haven't been back to the moon for 50 years. And all follow-up questions will be answered with the term budget cuts. Now, many of you may have uh, seen or heard Buzz Aldrin talking about and confirming a UFO sighting on the moon and aliens on the moon. Is that the reason we never went back? 60 seconds. I saw this illumination that was moving with respect to the stars. We were smart enough to not say, uh, Houston, there's a light out there that's following us. So technically, it becomes an unidentified flying object. While Neil and Buzz were on the lunar surface, Neil switched to the, the medical channel and spoke directly with the chief medical officer, saying, they're here, they're parked on the side of the crater, they're watching us. I spotted a lot of stuff that seemed to not belong on the moon. And it has very distinct features of a satellite dish. It's got the dish itself, the crater shape, it's got a long spike that appears to come out in the middle, all sorts of stuff that looks exactly like a satellite dish on Earth looks. There's an interesting picture on the moon that does appear to show something that could be a bridge, maybe a pipe, could be an inching worm. I have no doubt that extraterrestrials could very well have populated or made structures on the far side of the moon. The reaction of numerous space defense officials was a fear and astonishment. And it would make sense that governments and military agencies might well be quaking in their boots, wondering who's built these structures? Where are they from? What do they want? There is one object that reminds people of a cooling tower from a nuclear power plant. Any species that could travel through the stars enough to put a base on the moon wouldn't have to blink before they could take care of us. The other thing that is inside this lunar module looks like a woman, and this is the alien that they recovered from the ship. There was a study done by the Brookings Institute in the early 1960s, so before NASA went to the moon, there was sort of this idea that if we were to have any kind of interaction with alien life form or intelligence, that maybe we shouldn't tell the public because the public might not be able to handle it. As the 45th anniversary of the Apollo 11 mission to the moon dawns, there are many mysteries about man's first lunar landing that remain unsolved. What did the astronauts actually encounter there? And what made NASA stop going back to the moon after Apollo 17? Is there evidence of an alien presence on the moon? And perhaps all around us? These startling photographs recently discovered in NASA's official archive were taken by the Apollo astronauts themselves. The gigantic, artificial-looking structures they document, which have never been shown on television before, seem to defy simple scientific explanation. Could this be a nuclear power plant of some kind? A massive satellite dish? Then you gotta wonder, <clears throat> is it aliens that put this there, or did we actually go back and we put this equipment up there ourselves? Trained on Earth, 
Or maybe we were told not to come back. Even an alien fortress? We took the pictures to some of the brightest people of our world. And nobody can say for sure what these structures represent. Military experts tell us that if there is an alien base on the moon, it poses a serious threat to humanity. Tonight, we'll examine all the evidence. We'll attempt to determine if such an alien menace exists. And you can watch this video on YouTube. It's from Entertainment Tonight, and it has some some of the pictures and some of the video, and you can make up your own mind. Um, it's a question that's been hovering around for a long time. Will we ever know the truth? Who knows? Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on The Unzip Show. <laughs>